0: You're listening to episode 23 of With Heart and Wonder, and I know that I often start off the episode by saying that I am excited, and it seems like an understatement today. I'm recording this episode six hours past when my original intention was, and that's because I have been dealing with all sorts of computer problems I am facing the reality that I may need to be investing in a, a new computer soon. Mine is six years old, and um, uh, you know, the podcasting software wasn't working today, and, and it's, it's, It's been causing a few little headaches over the last few weeks, and and all of this was particularly ironic given the theme that I had set for today's episode that I've been kind of percolating with and thinking about over over the last week, actually. So I had sort of set the intention for the episode, um, and and I'm just going to tell you the story. So... And what I'll say first, though, is that sometimes I, I think we've all experienced this in life, how sometimes the, um, what might be kind of like advice or, or the words of wisdom that we share to others to kind of comfort or soothe others and, um, and take care of them. Like oftentimes we'll find ourselves sharing those words and then realizing that those are actually the words that we need to hear ourselves. So I know it happens to me all the time. I'll be talking to my mom or my sister or one of my close friends and, and I'll hear the words coming out of my, my mouth and I'll be kind of going, huh, well, that's interesting. I probably need to take that to, to heart myself. And I definitely find that that is, is often the case when it comes to my own teaching. And there's these themes in my life that, that kind of seem to surface when I need them the most. So we'll, we'll say that. So basically, I've been thinking a lot in the last few weeks about the distinction between what it means to react and what it means to respond. And this distinction um, is talked about by a lot of people. It's it's not something that I have invented by any means, and it's talked about in, in a lot of different fields, actually. Whether we're um, we're we're looking at things like psychology, um, or looking at coaching, uh, looking at business, and it kind of I've been thinking about it a lot because I. I'm in the midst, I'm kind of 80% of the way through uh, another trauma-informed yoga course. So it's not the first and it won't be the last course that I've taken on trauma-informed yoga, but I have been participating in a training with yoga medicine. Which has been led by Dr. Ann Bortz, who is a trauma uh, psychologist and also a trauma-informed yoga teacher. And we we talked a little bit, and this kind of this idea was coming up in the course of reacting versus responding, and that was talked about in the lens, which I always find really interesting of the brain and the way that our our reactions to any given situation are in many ways, in part, because of what is happening in our own nervous system. So I find this distinction between reaction and response is kind of best explained when thinking about the nervous system. And so if you think about being stressed and if you think about kind of being in in a place where you're feeling ungrounded and that certainly could be because of a history of trauma but it also could just be the the stresses that we're experiencing in our lives that have been pulling us out of balance and when we come into those states of, of stress and we've talked a little bit in past podcast episodes about the physiological effects of that things like we um, our muscles start to contract our pupils dilate, our heart rate speeds up, our breath comes more into the chest, but what also happens during those states of stress is that our mind and our brain is more active in the limbic brain, as well as the reptilian brain. So there's three different kind of sections of the, the brain that tend to be talked about. The um, uh, the reptilian brain or the brain stem, which is the oldest section of the brain. The limbic brain, which is really where a lot of our memories and emotions are are happening. And then we have the prefrontal cortex. And that's the part of the brain that lets us see the big picture. It's often talked about as being kind of the control center for executive functioning, so our ability to make decisions, our ability to problem solve um, and, and to kind of see from that larger angle, everything that's going on. So when we are in states of stress, what happens is we are more in the reptilian brain and the limbic brain. And we are in a state often where there's a lot more um, emotional response as opposed to being in that prefrontal cortex where we have that really big picture where we can see how things sit together and feel like we're able to understand more of what is happening, more of the nuances, more of how things fit together. So this state of reaction is really a state that is is triggered by fear. It's a state um, and, and that like that word reaction, that idea of of reacting often impulsively, of being more in our emotions, less thinking about the big picture, um, is one way that we can kind of show up in our actions. The other way is this idea of response. And sometimes it's called response. Sometimes other people have other names. I was taking a class with Taryn Toomey the other day, um, who is this incredible movement and spiritual facilitator based out of New York City. And she talked about reaction versus conscious action. So we could think about response in many ways as conscious action thinking about response as what we are able to to do, how we move forward when it comes from a place that is more grounded and embodied and safe. There's, There's not that fear driving us to instantly react. So we can think about this in lots of different ways and I'm sure that you can think of some examples in your own life of times when maybe you've reacted kind of quickly from that more emotional place rather than sitting with and understanding and coming home to your body so that you could react in a more grounded place. I can think, um, I I don't have kids, but the example that's coming to mind right now is, is thinking about parents and sometimes there's so much happening and there's just like the senses are overloaded. There's, um, you know, one child talking to you while you're trying to help another child and get them out the door for school. And sometimes a snap happens and that snap is, is really in that state of reactivity, a state of, um, whether the, the fear is, is perhaps getting out the door on time getting things done, um, too many demands on your time, and there's that really quick reaction. And this happens all the time too in our relationships where maybe um, our emotions come out um, before we've had the time to really kind of like sit with and process and be in our feelings to understand what's happening. So I say that this is all ironic because I had a little bit of a breakdown this morning, and I will be very honest about that. So yesterday was quite a day. Yesterday, I spent over five hours on the computer trying to do something that would have taken half an hour. It's just been so, so grumpy and slow and um, it, it hasn't been happy, my computer. And then I found out the last night that my visa, my business credit card, had been compromised and so, On top of all of that, in Ottawa right now, we are in a heat wave, and we do not have air conditioning where we live. We have this little portable AC unit, um, but it it's hot. It's hot. My computer isn't working. My visa has been compromised. It had just been quite a day. So this morning, I had gotten myself prepared. I did a meditation this morning. I was kind of visualizing my day, thinking about how I was going to move forward in a place that was really way more. patient and positive and going with the flow as much as possible and I went to start recording the podcast episode and my podcast software wouldn't open and it took a few hours to get this this fixed and uh and troubleshooting different scenarios to to be able to record this episode and and during that time I I had a a little a little a little snap where I realized that I was operating from that mentality of fear, and I was in a place that was really emotional. I was in a place where I couldn't see the big picture. I couldn't see that big picture of of that kind of like rational thinking that can understand that, you know, like really it's not the end of the world if I'm a few hours late releasing a podcast episode. That big picture was hard to access because I was right there. In the fear. And this is that really normal response. Like for a lot of us, we, we are are more are conditioned really um evolutionarily speaking to to be in that state of that limbic that emotional state when we're experiencing fear and stress and one of the things we know about mindfulness and yoga and meditation is that over time um, we can actually start to change the neural pathways in the brain change the structure and the function of the brain Um, but all of that being said. Even though I have experienced these amazing benefits of, of neuroplasticity in my own life and the way in which my brain and my normal patterns of being have shifted because of yoga, I am still human and I still do experience all the time these moments of reacting rather than responding. So what was interesting was um, was noticing, noticing that this was happening And then knowing that when there is a moment of reaction, when I am living in that fear-based state, there is a need to ground myself. And I was thinking before pressing the record button about how sometimes this word ground ourselves is, is thrown around. And it can mean a lot of different things. But I thought today that I would define it in this moment of time, for what it means to me. When I talk about grounding myself, I'm talking about coming back into my body and my heart and the wisdom that is inside all of the layers of me. And it's in coming back to my body, coming back to notice the sensations, acknowledging where the stress, where the fear is present. As I acknowledge those things, I then am able to access that big picture view that the prefrontal cortex provides. I'm able to see the bigger picture by connecting inward. So through connecting in, through connecting to the sensations that are in my body, as well as making space and looking at my emotions, saying, hi, I see you, I hear you, I know that you are trying to communicate something to me, whether it's grief or sadness or frustration, I feel you. I feel the emotions, I feel the thoughts, I feel the sensations, and then from there in this embodied awareness, I am able to move forward in a way that feels more grounded. And so it was it was kind of funny because this all happened this morning and when I, I recognized that I was having an emotional reaction and I wanted to be in a space of intentional response or, or what Taryn Toomey calls conscious action. And so I knew that I needed to ground myself. And taking breaths and, and meditation, that wasn't cutting it for me. I, I needed something a little more. So I went into, into my living room and, and I um, set up my, my yoga mat and I did a restorative yoga pose. And it was really amazing because I set the timer for for 20 minutes and restorative yoga, because of what it's doing with our nervous system, it actually is really cooling the body. When we're in a more relaxed state, when we're in parasympathetic dominance, our body actually cools down, and so um, so that was kind of cool because you know half an hour before I was like raging about you know getting out of the house and the heat and feeling like I needed to jump in the car and drive to the mall and buy a new computer, um, and after doing my rest practice, my restorative yoga practice. I came to a a place where I was much calmer, so much calmer. And I was able to reorient and get on track for the rest of my day. I could see the big picture and see that, you know what, it didn't matter. I could wait a few more hours to record the podcast episode. And I could wait a few more days to buy a new computer and that I have these tools inside of me that I am creative, resourceful and whole. That's one of my mantras. I am creative, resourceful and whole. And so that I am able to meet what comes my way in this more grounded space. And so I share this story today because I, I think it's really normal for all of us to go through the ebbs and the flows of reacting and responding. But what I think is really powerful is two things. Number one, to start to notice and almost like this uh, playful investigation, this research project, to start to really get curious about when you are in a state of reacting and when you are in a state of intentional response and even to name that for yourself, to be able to say, yeah, okay, right now, I am acting from this more fear-based place. My, and that is normal. My body, my mind, my brain is trying to protect me. But how can I give myself a sense of safety and security? So that was actually step number two. Step number two was, so step number one is noticing. When am I reacting versus when am I intentionally responding? And step number two is starting to figure out some of the things that you might do for yourself in order to calm and soothe and find that sense of safety. And those practices are going to look different for all of us. There are some things that... that. Are, are kind of shown, that research has shown, things like breathing and mindfulness um, to, to help us. But really, we're, we're looking for any practices that are going to bring us back into our heart and into our body, back into our wholeness. So I think I'll leave it there for today. But if you are looking for more grounding practices, please, please feel free to reach out. I'm happy to, to send some along your way. I'm also actually hosting a a free event. It's going to be my first free online workshop and it will be happening Monday, June 29th. Um, So if you're interested in that, I'll link the the registration form in the description of this podcast episode so you can check it out. We're going to be exploring Yoga Nidra, which is um, a, a really beautiful practice for coming into our bodies and noticing where we're holding stress in our bodies, bringing relaxation into our bodies. And we're going to be pairing that with journaling to set intentions for the season to come. You can get in touch with me, as always on Instagram, it's at Megan L. Johnston, or on my website, MeganJohnston.com. All my contact info is there. I always really love hearing from you, especially during this time uh, we're in right now. I know um, in many parts of the world, uh, COVID restrictions are, are starting to just to, to gradually loosen as we um return to some new normal that we're, we're working through. Uh, but I do find that this time is just so beautiful to have connections. So always feel free to reach out, share any insights, any questions this episode has sparked. We'll be back next Tuesday with another episode until that time. Keep living with heart and wonder.